This is Plus Money Golf on the Patriot Sports Network. A golf betting podcast that's better than most. What he said. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. And now, here are your hosts, Adam, Smitty, and Eric. Good evening. Welcome to Plus Money Golf, the show with the pro and the caddy. That would be Adam and Smitty. My name is Eric. I'm just the host. Chris is here keeping the engine running and the stream optimized. Smitty's out sick this evening, but he'll be back next, next week. week. What up? I'm sure his picks will pop up in the uh, Discord, the link to which is always my pinned tweet at PSR host guy. Adam at AC Miller PGA. The PGA means it's working. Good to see you. We uh, we were on the brink of a real weekend there, weren't we, until Sunday. How are you doing, and uh, how's the spreadsheet looking? How did um, we do? Doing good. I was on vacation last week, so I was actually in Waco when I was on last week, but swing back up, little vacation. Had a hole-in-one on Thursday, so it was a good week. Nice. Yeah. How many career holes and ones you got? How do you say plural holes and ones? Holes, hole and ones. Hole and ones. How yeah. many of those do you Four. have in career? Four. All at the same course. Two on the same hole. Damn, I was going to guess two or three. That's significant. Yeah. It was two or three till Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I was looking at the top 20 all weekend. And I'm like, this is all guys we talked about. We're looking good. And then I kept sprinkling guys. And then this dude I never heard of came out of nowhere. And won yeah, through Thursday and Friday, it was like crazy because we were talking and it was like, geez, we had 10 guys that were in the top 20 and maybe six in the top 10. Uh, and it just didn't pan out. The guy, Shank. Played well. I thought he was going to do well. Fleetwood was playing good. Spieth was playing good. So I thought I was going to have to apologize to Smitty for bagging on Spieth. And then he almost wins. <laughs> but yeah, even JT Poston, who kind of hasn't played great all season, was charging up the board and then couldn't make a two-footer for, I don't know, maybe three holes that he missed a putt inside two feet. Best putter on the tour, is he not? Unbelievable, Allegedly. yeah. And just... Could not get it. It looked like he just was rushing it. I don't know, but the whole tournament was weird because it was like guys would be up by one and then you'd turn your head and they're down by one. And then it was just jockeying the whole weekend. So it was a pretty good event. Um, but yeah, Taylor Moore ended up just sneaking up the board and and getting in there for the win. So uh, good for him. It got to be one of those where like nobody wanted to win the thing. Shank skipped it over the hole. Oh. Or he would have had a shot. He got such a bad break. That tee shot on 18. If it does, oh. if it's even where he can make a right-handed swing, it's over. He wins, but he's got no shot. Hits a lefty shot. That was freaking amazing. That was I, incredible. He hit it. It looked like it went about a hundred plus yards. And I was like, he just hooded like a wedge and hit it full distance. It was nuts. I, I didn't know you could accurately do that or with any kind of distance at all. Maybe Phil Tiger, are the only two I've ever seen do it in a round. And he still smacked the root of the tree. I believe when yeah. he hit the ball, I thought wild before that tee shot, I thought oh, he's got it in the bag. And then when I saw he had no shot, I was like, this is not good. <laughs> and even speed, you can tell was like, I got to do something crazy here. And, and, uh, you know, 
our boys just sitting in the clubhouse watching all the drama unfold, putting, hitting balls, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's the conversation between uh, golfer and caddy there when you step up to the tree and you have no shot? I mean, his caddy's trying to talk him into taking the drop. So you drop into you're hitting three from the fairway. So he's thinking take your two club links, but it wasn't that great of a lie where he was going to be at with the two club links. So I mean. Worst case, he, I mean, he's not going to whiff it. He's a tour player, but worst case, he hits it six feet. Well, he was already going to take his drop in six feet. So that was a very, I mean, it was, I would say it's a stupid move. If it's probably any other guy on tour besides Phil or this guy, they probably would have just, you know, took the penalty drop, took their chances, you know, hitting it close and making a birdie or par. So, um, but yeah, if you were watching it live and trying to bet live scoring, I mean, it was crazy. The guy was like plus 12,000 through the, through 27 holes. And then wow. each, each, like the, there was a thing on PGA, one of the PGA sites where it showed what his odds were throughout the event. Even at round four, when Shank made birdie on 12, he went to 1400. So, I mean, wow. Dude was like started at 5,000, which we kind of said a guy would come from behind and win, you know, like a 5,000 guy. Um, but yeah, at one point he was like plus 1,400. And then when he makes birdies, then it was started going to negatives. And he was at negative 4,000 with <laughs> putting yeah. feet. As Shank was lining up his 47 footer, he was. He was minus four thousand, but even round three, yeah. Um, to under to get to six overall and two back, he was still ten to one. It was crazy. And then, yeah, like you said, round four, he had a par on eleven, and he was back up to eighteen to one on eleven. Yeah, it's uh crazy, but this is why we tell people to go to Discord because as we're watching the event, we're commenting, and uh, other people that play DFS and other thing are betting, you know, so. We're almost directing you and directing you in the right direction. So, yeah, these things evolve and deteriorate quickly. Especially yeah, I think on Sunday, Chris had texted me maybe Sunday morning or Saturday and wanted to make sure. And I think he put money on. on yeah, it was day. Saturday afternoon, and you had told me just pick more. <laughs> yeah, so sprinkle some on there, and I did. I sprinkled ten bucks and came out a hundred bucks ahead. Who, baby? That's that's like the uh, that's how I get paid for producing the show is yeah. just sucking yep. out of his brain for a bit. Yep, just the last minute picks. But yeah, other than that, like we had Shank picked for a top twenty, gets second, and Fleetwood gets a T three. Uh, Smitty had him, and then Smitty had Davis Riley in a T nineteen. Fleetwood uh, just allergic to winning, huh? He gets up there. I saw he was what? now the f- one of the guys like they call him the fifteen million dollar man, where they get to 15 million in career earnings and haven't made a win in the U S. Oh, ah, that's uh, <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, a, that's a lot of checks. It's one of those lists where, I mean, typically I look at that when they post those things, the guy that's going to win a major, like shortly after it's almost like the curse, you know? Yeah. He's, he's either due or cursed at that point. Yeah. But usually when they flash those odds, like I think Lee Westwood was like one of those guys where it was like had made it 
so much money in majors and never won or something like that. So it was crazy. Wild. I'll take the 15 million though. Yeah. Well, this week we're heading to Austin country club and you guessed it, Austin, Texas for the WGC Dell technologies match play world championships. I'm not sure exactly how to say it. So I just said the entire title, their website has the uh, rolling video. So, you know, it's a high-end place. It says, founded in 1899, Austin Country Club is one of the oldest existing clubs in Texas and home to one of the golf in- greatest golf instructors who ever lived, Harvey Pennick. Uh, Adam, I'm going to need you to sort of... Uh... Harvey Pennick? <laughs> it's like legendary, I don't know, maybe 40s, 50s, could have been older, like instructor, taught like all these great golfers like Ben Hogan and uh, all those type of guys, everybody. Uh, yeah. Um, trying to think uh, he's like a lot of the UT golfers used to go to him. Um, he's, he's like a founding member of golf in America. He's got like he has like books that are like most of the time. If you tell people to buy a golf book, you go say buy Harvey Pinnock's little red book. So legend legend yeah. in the golf game. Before you explain match play to us uh, and we unpack all that, a word from our friends at jazzsportsbook.ag, the online casino sportsbook and racebook. Jazz, sportsbook, casino, and racebook, the world's best resource for all-purpose online wagering. For over 20 years, Jazz has provided the best and quickest payouts in sports and entertainment wagers. Live sports betting, covering all the major sports leagues, and even into the new and exciting world of esports. Down the stretch you'll come, with Jazz's online horse wagering. Get paid when you play with Jazz's fun and exciting online casino games. Go online now and use the promo code TSS for our new, members deals. Jazz Sportsbook, Casino, and Racebook, the world's best resource for online wagering. Fastest payouts. I like the sound of that. So match play. We got groups. We got pods. I have no idea. Here's what I read. The tour sets the top 16 seeds based on the official world golf rankings. From there, the remaining players are randomly added to the groups. The four golfers from each group play each other. And then they play each other over three days. And then the event with the biggest point earner from each pod Moves on to the final 16. Yeah, it's like pod play, like World Cup. So they'll play. There's one point basically for when you lose or you tie it to half. So there's four guys in each pod. They'll each play round robin, and then the guy with the most points advances. And if, I think if they're tied, they do like a playoff or something, like a one-hole playoff. So one guy represents the foursome at the end of the yeah. three days. And then, then those straight six- match play one, one, you know, like one match, one winner. Now I was reading that these match play, it doesn't always result in the best of the four representing the group no. in the actual tournament. Why is that? It's like you get match play is so strange. Cause you can have a guy that's not great, but he just, has a good day. We see it on tour when guys shoot 62 and it's like, you just happen to roll up on Aaron wise and your Xander Shoffley thinking on the low seed. And this dude just like rolls you, 
you know, seven and five or something. Cause he's just hot that day. It happened. I mean, you see it in clubs, you see it in professional events, but especially match play, like maybe a guy just feels like he can play more aggressive there or something. I don't know. He gets the feeling and he just like makes a ton of birdies. And then, I mean, he just rolls through. Yeah. I mean, let's not forget these guys are all world-class golfers. Even the hundredth ranked guy is incredible at golf. And it's not like if you have a, in match play, if you have a bad shot, well, you just pick it up and go to the next hole. You lost the hole. And so you don't have to think you're not trying to recover like four birdies. They're just trying to beat the other guy as fast as they can beat the other guy, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, a 10 or whatever, you know, you lose a hole. It's like throwing a pick. You just wipe it out of your mind. Yeah. It's done onto the next one. You're not carrying that, those three strokes. Yeah. The rest of the day. And I was looking at the brackets and I was like trying to figure out who might win. And it's nuts. Cause some of these brackets, it's like, you could pick any of those guys. Cause you have like, for instance, one bracket, you have like Sung JM, Fleetwood, Poston, and Maverick McNeely. Well, Fleetwood could just be like burnt out from last week. Poston picked fixes his putter, and now all of a sudden, like Poston's got him on the ropes. So it's going to be interesting. There's a lot of these crazy pods where you feel like even the favorite could get beat by just sleeping on one of these guys. Yeah, I mean, Maverick's been playing pretty well lately. And we say yeah. Fleetwood expended a lot of energy. And you think about all those guys that just make tons of birdies and they have like one bad hole that's triple and just derails the whole day. That's guys like Poston and Tom Kim of just birdie, 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 and then they just have a grenade hole or Adam had one, guys like that, you know? It's like if the guy hits in the water and makes a triple, we just go to the next hole and then he birdies the next five and it's over. Yeah. Mental toughness coming into play this is going to be the best like we didn't do this one last year but best type of live betting situation almost like a Ryder cup or president's cup where we were betting on each match this is going to be super fluid during the match now this isn't like our standard top tens (laughs) top 20s winners i'm seeing outright top two and top four yeah it was nuts i was like trying to look through and i was like man i don't even know how you pick because i mean if it's match play if you go all the way to the very bottom it's like scott stallings it's like well that guy makes a ton of birdies how who's to say he can't you know luck and beat like catch rory like hitting his driver bad and all of a sudden rory's can't figure it out and you make four or five birdies and you're all of a sudden you're four up on rory so it's gonna be i think really good tv because all 64 guys are really good yeah i'm looking at these names and these are all What's the ratio of bets we're going to put in like we normally do on Wednesday or Thursday versus the weekend? It's sort of more of a split situation now, huh? Yeah, I think it's when you get out of the pod play is where you're going to get some more realistic odds. But I also feel like if you pick some dark horse in the pod to win the thing and he just gets luck, gets a lucky break, like like let's say Ricky Fowler makes it out of his bracket and Cam Young's just running train on those guys. Like now all of a sudden Ricky beats him because that guy's coming off of a hot streak. So I don't know. It's you almost feel like you have to wait till you get to at least the round of 16 before you could bet. I mean, to make a logical bet. Okay. But I mean, you could still get really good odds on 
just picking outright winners right now. Yeah, these are pretty well. I mean, once you get out of those top three guys, Scotty, Rom, and yeah, Rory, you get to some quadruple digits. But yeah, like we, you were saying, if one of these guys, just uh, Svensson or somebody, Bizanut, yeah. comes out of nowhere and wins their pod and just is feeling it that day, they could cruise through the bracket. Yeah, I mean, you have a guy like Victor Hovland at twenty five hundred, who's been pretty good this year. I mean, wins Tigers event against studs and then has played pretty well. Even at the players, he was charging up the board. Yeah. And I mean, he's a 20 Fleetwood was at 4,500, which I thought was like, people definitely feel like he's got burnout from last week. Then if they're putting about 4,500. Yeah. This is probably the one year where we haven't seen a guy like play bad one event, an exception to John Rom play bad one event and the next week just come back and destroy. So he, you know, you have a letdown. Those guys usually just fall, fall for a week. All right. So how do we tackle this thing? Looking at matchups. I mean, I think if you were going to pick outright, just, you know, the first day before it started, I'd probably pick maybe two of the three favorites and then pick, you know, like a guy like Jason Day who kills this event every year, or Matt Kuchar, you can get crazy odds on. He he does well at this event every single year. Oh, 90 to one. I like the sound of that. Yeah, I think that's that's the move. You take a couple of these guys, and then I mean, if you took Kuchar Day Kuchar to make the top four, is eighteen hundred. Jason Day at seventy seven fifty. And Billy Horschel at 2,500. Those guys have kind of like, if you look back the last three years, they've been staples, either winning or runner-up. Scotty did win last year, and he was a runner-up the year before. So top four means like the final four of this 16-man tournament. Yep. Okay. Okay. But yeah, Scotty's appears to be unbeatable at this track too. I mean runner up and then when yeah he's just he's just feeling it right now he can't miss so we pencil in so let's do outrights and top fours is top two sure. worth doing i don't think so yeah. that's basically just maybe at the end when it's down to eight guys yeah yeah i think we keep our we keep our budget keep some of our budget handy yeah for the weekend to live bet this stuff. Yeah. All right. But if you want like outright winners, I'd probably say I had five on here, but it was like Scotty at 800 Rom at 1100 Hovland at 2,500 Fleetwood 4,500 and speed at 2,500. I mean, basically the, my opinion, the five best guys right now. Yeah, Spieth is really knocking on the door, isn't he? Makes a ton of birdies, but has that grenade hole. That's not, you know, that doesn't kill you here. This is a Spieth-type event, it's starting to sound like. And it's into Austin, where he went to college. They they practice out here in college. So you got him, Scotty. Trying to think who else was on there. There was two or three Texas guys playing. 
And most of the, I would say younger guys like JT and them have played here several times because they have AJGA events there. They have, um, college events here. So they've all seen it quite a bit. It's a really awesome course. Yeah. There's this like thin walkway thing between a river and a lake. You could really see a lot of golf balls going for a swim here. There's one hole, I believe it's 14, where they have, it's basically drivable. They put a grandstand right behind the green and they just rip driver and they try to get it either on the green or hit the grandstands where they get a drop away. Oh yeah, it's not a bad deal. But I think, what was it? The year Tiger won wasn't too long ago. Um, he like, or was playing, I think he may have gotten beat out, but he ends up not going for it, lays it up. And then I think he like wedged it in the hole maybe for Eagle, but it was, there's a lot of cool tiger highlights from this event out there. That guy's just a highlight machine. Yeah, <laughs> That's a, that's a deep rabbit hole you can get into on YouTube. We'll get a flood of tiger highlights here as the masters gets uh commercials ramp up in oh, the next yeah. week. That's coming. Probably this weekend, I would guess. And I interesting stat on that is uh it's on Easter weekend, I believe. And Jordan Spieth has won an event like every year on Easter weekend. So interesting. That's nugget. a th- that's a thing. Golfers are creatures of habit. Yeah. Guy wins on Easter. I'm looking at what uh, what our friends at Underdog have here. Uh, for the PGA. There it is. Hmm. Oh, they got Punta Cana stuff. Yeah. It looks like. Oh, There's okay. an opposite field event this week. An opposite field event. Yeah. So we the got- guys who aren't in the top 56 or 64 gets can I mean go to Punakana this weekend and play. Oh. That doesn't sound like a bad deal either. Fly yeah. down to Punakana. Here's a good deal. Go to underdogfantasy.com and use code plus money, all one word plus money, and they'll match your entire deposit up to one hundred dollars American. You're walking in the door, you're winning a hundred dollar bet the second you walk in. It's a beautiful thing. You're gonna love it. You got dogs, you got triumphant music. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what else you need. Should we, uh, we should get some underdog picks out. What do you think in the discord or should we do it right? Should we talk about the Punta Cana after we we do our top four? All right, let's, let's rock out these top fours for the match play. I'm seeing some decent, like Hovland is plus 550. Spieth is plus 650. How many times has he made the top four in this couple? Once, maybe. Uh, once, maybe. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's a strong match play guy. Oh uh, yeah, I suppose he. I bet you can get in that guy's head. 
It probably, I mean, yeah, it probably doesn't take much. <laughs> That's why DJ always did the goodest event. Cause like most of the time he didn't look like he knew where he was when he was out there. He was just walks around and like stares into space. Yep. That's not a, I mean, that's a good trait to have. You look at uh, Scotty Scheffler, best golfer on the planet right now. Essentially, he doesn't yeah. give a shit. He just walks yeah. around like he's, you know, at a tourist <laughs> destination. I feel like some of these guys, they're like running through so many swing issues right now. It's like you could just mention the slightest thing to them, like under your breath. And it's like going to mess their whole day up. <laughs> it's like so huh. many match play games you can play with those guys this week. It's so much fun. Well, you're turning your foot. No, that's weird. And his whole day is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you like for these top fours? Even Scotty is plus two twenty five. That seems like a that seems like a lock. Is yeah. That's a pretty good one. I still like guys, I still like maybe Jason Day and Matt Kuchar because Kuch just always plays good at this thing, no matter who he's playing against. And Jason Day, I think has won here twice and is usually in the top four ever, almost every year. Yeah. I mean, you're getting plus seven fifty on Jason day. And it seemed like he was in a fair, yeah, he was in a pretty easy bracket. In my opinion, it was Colin Marikawa who, like we said, is going through swing issues. <laughs> Svensson who, I mean, I don't know. You never know where that guy's at. And then Victor Perez, who's like, he plays in the European tour. I mean, I haven't seen his name on a board hardly at all. So it seems just, like an easy advance for Jason day. Oh, at the players, I was just betting against Morikawa hole by hole and it was going pretty well. That guy, <laughs> <laughs> he had a rough one. All right. So the top four that I've deduced are Scotty day, Kuchar and what about like a, Hovland? Yeah, I think Hovland's a good one at 2,500. I mean, plus 2,500 just to make the final four. That's great. I think Oh, that's for him to win. Sorry. Oh, okay. I think he's... Uh, Where is old Victor? Min Woo Lee. <laughs> that's who I was taking to, to uh, beat Morikawa at the players. It's fun. Some of those... Uh, you know, the Korean guys make a ton of birdies on these things. So, I mean, th those guys are always good. Fleetwood's like an 850 to make the top four on DK. So, yeah, for a guy who's almost won the last couple tournaments, that's not bad either. No. So, Punta Cana, what are they doing down there? Corrales Punta Cana Championship. Besides drinking tequila shots from breasts. Yeah. And I noticed this is the one field that had a lot of young players in it. So I'm guessing it's like, you know, spring break for them. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be some lack of focus going on. Yeah. Um, there was a few guys that kind of just stood out. I don't know. I'd probably watch that one. Cause it's going to be a tournament like last week, not a lot of stars and, could jockey around a lot. Uh, yeah, we got to find out who's hung over first. Yeah. I mean, you have Wyndham Clark's like the out, outright favorite um, at 900 to win and 120 for a top 10. And then uh, I like Bahadia. 
he didn't play good last week, but he, I mean, he play seems to play in a lot of events in, in uh, Punta Cana or Dominican Republic or wherever they're going. And I feel like maybe just those Island vibes get him. I don't know. Maybe the drug testing policy is different down there for them. <laughs> Could be. We always seems to play good in these Punta Cana events. So we got yeah. stuck in a couple weeks ago at the one down there. So it's a good indicator. Get down there. You're in a good mood. Plus 3,500 and plus 360 for a top 10. Like that. I love a plus 3,500. The the plus 20 odds were terrible for this event, really. I mean, you could get, yeah, like Ramey, Grillo, Gliglick. Yeah, sometimes when they don't know, they give you great odds. And sometimes it's like this. It looked like it was Wyndham Clark and then they. Like the, they already printed his name on the trophy, the way the odds looked. So, <laughs> yep. We just got to figure out which frat boy finishes second. You can get Max McGreevy in the top 20 at plus 900. Ooh. This is a Max McGreevy podcast. We're, we're hoping he actually breaks through one of these days when we have him. It'll happen. It like has. A, get a, maybe we could get another John Deere classic miracle with him winning. <laughs> Sort of like Willie Z. Eventually it has to happen. Oh. We'll, we'll be there for it. He's playing this week too, so. Oh. In the match play. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll post more on like the Punta Cana and the Discord once I see kind of how it's going. But I think safe bet now. You can get Clark, Wyndham Clark at plus 900. That's a pretty good bet. Um. I love nine to one. I love multiplying my money. Yeah. Times nine. All right. So winner, I mean, we're 30 minutes in. We, I guess we don't have top tens and top twenties to burn through. We got winners and top fours winners. I have Scotty, Rom, Hovland, Fleetwood, and Spieth. And top four of Scotty, Day, Kuchar, Hovland, and Fleetwood. I forgot that last one. Uh, couldn't tell Ricky Fowler Ricky Fowler yes another guy who's been playing well as of late he's yeah he's been pretty on form I mean said it was the first time in like two or three years he's qualified for this event so he's moving on up that's what you look for these guys who are coming on all right I don't have anything else. I mean, I think we've reached the conclusion. Am I forgetting something? I don't think so. All right, then. It's the part where I thank the people. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Adam and Smitty. Get well, Smitty, for all of your hard work. We truly do appreciate it. If you haven't already, subscribe to the Fantasy Sports Corp channel on YouTube. It's right there. You're already here, so it's easy. Or you can tell somebody about the show, word of mouth. That's still number one. You can find all things Patriot Sports and by extension, Plus Money Golf on our beautiful, luxurious website, PatriotSportsNow.com. We've also got a Facebook group, a TikTok page, all kinds of stuff going on. For the link to our Discord, go to my Twitter at PSRHostGuy. It's my pinned tweet, and you can get in there. Find out all the good information on uh, Saturday and Sunday morning. All right. Best of luck with your bets this weekend. We'll see you right back here next Tuesday for more Plus Money opportunities. Adam, say something cool that golfers say.
Yeah, Ryan and Grizzly Adams did have a beard. Thanks for listening to Plus Money Golf. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, keep up with the show on Facebook and Instagram at Plus Money Golf and on Twitter at PSR Golf. Until next time.